Hey everybody, this is Shelly, your mouthy mama at Talking Trash and Truths. And I am shooting this out to you on Wednesday, February 22nd at like 6.30 at night Eastern Time. I just spent the last pretty much 12 hours live streaming with Frog. Um, you know, we had like all our friends were on there and we had a really good time. It was a great day. And my, my day started out pretty shit. Like, <laughs> I mean, I slept a long time, but when I woke up, pretty much everything kind of fell apart. Like my daughter dropped the desk on me and like the whole thing. So I was in a world of pain this morning. And then I started live streaming with frog and it, yeah, the pain went away. And I laughed and I had a great time. I did. I had a great time all day. And then right when we log off, like when we close the stream and it's just us in the studio, I get a, a text, like a weird alert. And I was like, I kept saying my phone keeps buzzing, but I don't see what it is. And usually that happens with Instagram. So I looked at Instagram and sure enough, there was like, you know, an announcement that such and such updated, whatever. So I was like, all right, whatever. I wrote it off. And then I got another notification. I was like, wait a minute. Like it's still buzzing, but it's not telling me where the buzzing is happening. So I checked like all my friggin' programs that I have more than one account on. Cause sometimes it, it alerts on the other side of it like in an email it'll send me an email but i wasn't getting shit so you know i i checked a whole bunch of different things and then i checked facebook messenger and i was like oh nobody else you know like message me on here everything's fine blah 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 and i switched over to my old account you know my personal account and there was there was a message just a couple messages because apparently <laughs> apparently this person has been trying to get a hold of me for a little while but the other ones were like innocuous just like you know hi how are you you know another day what's up like why aren't you answering me another day you know just just looking for you to say hi i'm not up to anything just you know which immediately sets off alarm bells and then there was today the whole, hey, how are you? How are you and the kids? You know, basically been thinking about you, been thinking about making a visit. Would that be okay? No, no, that, that would not be okay. That would, <laughs> that would really not be okay. See, I haven't been afraid of this person in a long time. And I really thought that I wasn't anymore because I've, I've, I've argued with him. I've, you know, I've fought, you know, verbally against him. I've told him off. I, you know, I, I even got rid of him once physically out of my house. And I wasn't afraid. He was aggressive. I wasn't afraid. I didn't give a shit. I figured, fuck you. I'll kick your ass. It didn't dawn on me that him contacting me now, I might have a different reaction. 
because I, I don't see myself as being different. I'm still, you know, I'm still the ballsy bitch I was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Only now I saw his message and I, I was, I was terrified. Because if he does show up, I can't get away and I can't fight him. That hadn't occurred to me before now. So like this shit needs to stop. I need to get mobile like now. Like I need to be able to, I gotta, I gotta be able to fight. I don't wanna, but I gotta be able to. Because he's not doing anything wrong in contacting me. It doesn't matter how many times I block him. Doesn't matter what platforms I change my name or whatever. He will apparently always fucking find me. Block him, he just opens up another account. I've already privated most of my shit from my real life. So it's like I I don't I don't get how he does it, but it is what it is, I guess. I just didn't think I'd be afraid. I mean, afraid doesn't really cover. I saw that message and I had such a, such a bolt of fear. Just, I'm still shaking. And, you know, I try, I played off. I'd laugh, ha ha ha, whatever, you know. Because I don't want anybody to to be bothered with my bullshit. You guys is different. You, most of the people on here that listen to to my podcast, they've you know they've been down that road, so they they know that you don't you don't always react well when the shit is coming at you. You think you will, and then you won't. And I'm down to like the last of my weed, which is really fucking pissing me off. Because if ever I needed to be fucking calm, it's now. And it's not working. I was able to control it for a few minutes before. But now it's like, I'm by myself. Kids are sleeping. And like my hands, it's. I can't. I'm, I'm, my hands are shaking. My arms are shaking. My heart is racing. It's been a really, really, really long time since someone was able to threaten me and make me give a shit. Because I, I learned my lesson. I learned just fucking punch through them keep punching you keep punching till they don't punch you back and i can't do shit now if i were to punch him <laughs> size he is <laughs> it's like a gnat bite <laughs> i wouldn't do shit you know and he he knows he knows how to trigger all the old reactions, all the, you know, just get me to shut down. Boom, like that. Get me to be quiet. 
I don't, I probably shouldn't have streamed about it, but literally you guys are the only ones that I can kind of just, you know, be honest with about it. You know, my, my mom, we know her reaction, right? Like, <laughs> we know it won't do anything to make me feel better at any rate. Can't tell my friends that are here because they'll just, you know, call a cop. For what? He didn't do anything. He said, hi, I want to visit. Is it threatening? Fuck yeah, but not to them, just to me. Because I know what follows the visit. You know, I know what the visit means. And I don't want a visit. You know, I ain't giving shit out. I'm not 15 anymore. I'm not 16. I'm not 17. I'm not 19. I'm not, you know, in my late 20s wondering what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a kid. This is not shit I want to deal with anymore. It's not shit I'm willing to put up with and it's not shit I want to deal with. I really don't. But my mind keeps going to, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And it's kind of stuck there. And now I'm a little afraid to fall asleep. Because I know me, it's on my mind, so I'm going to dream about him. And that way lies badness. That way lies a lot of badness. What do you do? You know, what do you do when you're faced with that kind of terror? And I always, I try to, to think outside my own situation, even though it's all I have to talk on because it's the only experience that I have. The point of all this, like, woman-led activism is supposed to be about you know, survivors. It's supposed to be about victims. It's supposed to be about this and that. And we let it, we let it turn into different fights. We let us ourselves be distracted. You know, we, we move away from the point of the issue. Or somebody would have said, we'd move away from the fucking message. Fucking message. It's all about the fucking message. Yeah, well, you know what, it, it helps if you've, you know, if you're walking the walk that you say you are. But if you're a hypocrite out there, you know, covering your own ass while you're exposing somebody else using the exact same methods they use, you're pretty much a piece of shit. To quote someone else who used that earlier this week. If you're out there pretending that you're exposing something and that it's not right and I'm for free speech and then you go out there silencing people because you don't like that they're spitting truth. You are the problem. You are not part of the solution. You are the reason that girls like me 
I had nowhere to turn. You are the reason that girls like me try to minimize what the fuck has been done to them. Try to minimize the effect it's had on them. Because there are people out there who don't listen. They don't believe you, even with receipts, because they don't want to. Yeah, you know those cops that I went to? Told them I was raped? You know, I went there with all the bloody bruises on my face. I didn't even clean my face. Didn't matter. They labeled me some little whore who opened her legs and regretted it later. That was their take. Fuck the bruises. I guess I was just into some real sadistic shit. Some real masochistic play. That must have been it, right? That's, that's what 15-year-olds do. They just make elaborate plots about things they know nothing about when they've lived an extremely sheltered life. Yeah, okay. The only thing I learned was that the only person in my corner is me. I was on my own. And you know, I should have learned that from my mother. Because I remember when my dad used to, you know, when my father used to beat her up. It was bad. I mean, I, I spent the first basically four years of my life watching my mother uh, work two jobs. And if she fell asleep while she was doing the second job, which was supposedly his job, um... I would wake up to the sound of him beating the crap out of her. Screaming at her, calling her useless, worthless, piece of shit. Fucking lazy. What the fuck? I told you stay up. I told you I wanted this done by this time and you fell asleep. Who the fuck do you think you are? Blah, 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 blah. Like he just would. <laughs> endless. Just Endless. And then he'd finish with her, and he knew it would wake me up every time. He didn't have to see me to know I was awake. He would just, he'd come into my little closet bedroom, because that's all it was. It was a closet. And he'd get me and say, hey, come watch TV with me, like 3 in the morning. There was no no. I remember saying no to him <laughs> once. I was like, I'm tired. And he lost his fucking mind. So, okay, I'm tired, but I guess I'm going to be tired on the couch instead of tired in my bed. You know, it's funny how a two- and three-year-old can figure that shit out. Don't answer like that again. That didn't go well at all. You know, this this was a man that that absolutely terrified me. Before he even ever did anything, I knew I knew as a baby, he was just, he was evil and dangerous. And everybody said every time he held me, it was just, if there wasn't a bottle in my mouth, I was screaming, just please, somebody take me away from this. And I would only be quiet if, like, you know, my mother took me, which she really did. I mean, let's face it, he didn't really allow for that. If the attention wasn't on him, 
It was wasted attention. My mother had me potty trained by the time I was um, 11 and a half months old. Fully potty trained. Because he didn't like that she had to take time out of paying attention to him to like change a diaper. Obviously, I was a grown child. I should be able to do that at 11 months old. <laughs> okay. Never mind, preemie. So I was what? I was a good like four or five months developly, developmentally behind, you know, whatever the fuck he was looking for. I can, I can never, I can never forget all the things that he said to her. I don't think she's aware that I know them because I've never discussed it with her because basically she like, you know, waved away anything that ever happened to me. So it's like, oh, all right. Maybe I don't feel like going into your past with you. Who knows? But it's, she doesn't have exes that, you know, still want to talk to her. All her exes, I mean, all her boyfriends, she married all of them. The fuck? There was no like, oh, I'll just date this guy for a minute. No, it was, I'll, I'll date this guy. Oh, we're getting married. Like, it was like whiplash every fucking time. I love that she married my stepdad. Daddy, they, they don't make him better than he is or was. And I've always looked for that in every man that I've like ever come across because I, I want I want that unconditional love again. You know, you say, oh, they're your stepkids. It's different. I was his stepdaughter. I wasn't his half-daughter. I wasn't his whole daughter. I was his stepdaughter. And that man loved me to the moon and back. I mention it because, you know, back then my mom, she, she went through a lot. You know, my, my stepdad, Ray, daddy, he was friends with my mother and father. You know, he he walked in one day to Fairfield Flea Market and he saw our leather goods stand and he just came back every day. And I remember meeting him and I remember them introducing and they were like, this is your uncle Ray. They'd barely known him five minutes. These hippy dippy fucks. And they're just like, yeah, this is your uncle. I was like, no, it's not. But like, all right. Like, <laughs> I just went with it. And I, I remember him being so nice to me. Like, he knew we were low on money. And he knew, like, everything that we had went back into buying leather and buying dye and different, like, you know, imprints and shit to use. And he, he knew that feeding me was not a real big priority. I mean, there were some days all I ate was pickles because we sold pickles. And they were like, eat as many as you want. Okay, I'm fucking starving. Like, I'll, I'll eat like 12 of them. I don't really give a shit. But, I mean, at least I had, I had that. But he knew we didn't have it. Like, he knew that there were times when I was like, I'm really hungry, really hungry. Like, I really like to eat. He'd show up with sacks and sacks of White Castle 
for just for no reason. Hey, did you eat today? No. Did you eat yesterday? No. You don't like Castle? Sure. I think I still equate White Castle with him. Every time I eat it, it's like I think of him. But yeah, he was the one. He saw how violent my father was getting. And he knew that my mother went to the cops and they didn't do shit. They basically turned around, sent her home, called my father and said, this is what your fucking wife's saying. So I'd, I'd take care of her, like tell her to keep her shit to herself. So, you know, she didn't trust the cops after that. She didn't trust the ambulance drivers, like the ambulance corps. They did the same thing. She went to the fire department, same fucking thing. Nobody would save this child. Child being my mother. Because she was in her, like, early 30s. She didn't have a fucking clue. And by proxy, they wouldn't save me. Because let's face it, if she's getting abused, you really think it's far off? I didn't get hit. Oh no, I never. He would never raise his hand to me because he did it once and the fucking dog came out of nowhere and grabbed that shit on the downswing and he was just like, okay, I got you, I got you. Like that dog was like, don't you hit my baby. Because I was her baby. She couldn't have babies. So when I was born, she pretty much adopted me. But yeah, my whole thing is she couldn't believe them anymore because they didn't believe her. And when I went through it, I couldn't believe the police because they didn't believe me. You know, I'm standing here with the proof literally on my face. It's not like it was one or two little eeny beady bruises oh, from like Botox injections or something. No, these, these were full-on fucking, like, knuckle prints going across my face. And I, I was, I was ashamed to go see anybody. And I had that foreknowledge of my mother that, you know, cops are not going to help you. Firemen not going to help you. EMT not going to help you. Nobody's going to help you, bitch. You're on your own. And I really like, I held, I held on to that hope back then. I don't have that hope now, you know? Now it's just like, okay, you know what? You want to fucking come after me? I'm going to put your ass on blast. I won't dox you. I won't say your name. But I know you're lurking most of the time. You know, I know you're in the background because you, it's just who you are. But I don't care if he hears this. What's he going to do? Say, hey, stop telling truths about me. He's not a bad guy. He made bad decisions. That's what I keep saying because I really want it to be true. He's not a bad guy. He makes bad decisions. Blah, 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 blah. However, He's a nice guy when he wants to be. He's charming when he wants to be. Problem is, he usually don't want to be. He wants to get in there, get his ego padded, get a you know, quick slam bam, thank you ma'am, and out the fucking door. He doesn't even need a cookie or a sandwich. 
I kind of got off tangent. I'm sorry. I do that. You know that I do that. But anyway, yeah. So showing up at my door, I don't have a reloadable doorbell. I don't have dogs that will rip him to shreds. It's just me. It's just me. And I'm stuck in this fucking chair. And I'm vulnerable. And I don't like it. He doesn't know that I'm vulnerable like this. And I don't want him to know. I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, do not want him to know that I am vulnerable right now. Because if he shows up, I can't even fight him off. I can't do anything. So I know there's a lot of people out there who are in like the same situation or have been in the same situation and they get how helpless you feel. I would love to have been able to go to somebody and say, look, this happened to me and have somebody stand up and say, that's not right. You know, you didn't, you didn't deserve to get, get hit the way you did or get used the way you did. Yeah, but we're not going to do that to you. We're going to be good to you. We're going to love you. And we're going to laugh with you and fight with you and do all the things the families do, real families. And it'll be fine. That's what YouTube does for me. They're, they're my online family. They're the family I chose rather than the family I got stuck with. It means something to me. It really does. Having friends like Div, cool, cool frog, uh, Darth, Grim, Winning, Outpost, all of them. It's a privilege for me to be their friend because they're fucking awesome. They really are. People don't realize how much work goes into what we do. But I don't think they realize how much fun we have either. Like we spend the majority of our online time and free time together. You know, talking about shit, joking about shit, you know, strategizing, you know, telling each other like, oh, I really like this about your show. But, you know, this part kind of dragged or, you know, like with Darth, I don't like your thumbnail, frog. Too much fucking yellow. Yeah, that's just, that's, that's what we do. But it's feedback, and it's from people who care, people who want you to succeed, people who want to see you go places. There's, you know, Expert, The White Rabbit, Regular Rabbit, Rose. There's everybody. There's Chizzy. There's so fucking many people out there who are these amazing fucking people. They're amazing support, and they get our jokes and they get our sense of humor and they get our political ideals and they get our value system. And they're not all the same. Some of them are very, very different from us. Some of us are very different from each other and it's okay. We talk about it. We don't let it divide us. It makes us stronger and it makes our, our beliefs stronger because we're able to talk about it. And we're able to go through things with each other without offending each other.
and we defend our our stance and we defend you know like our points and talking about it we either make our points stronger or we realize maybe we weren't right to begin with and it needs a little bit more investigation you know i'm okay with being convinced by my friends that i'm wrong they're okay with me pointing out how i think they're wrong there's no offense there's no injury there's no insult it's just talking we discuss everything we're not shy with each other we're very open we're very vulnerable we're very honest and i think that's really really important and it's what i have that's getting me through it now i don't want them to know that this happened one or two will find out because they'll watch the video but or they'll listen to the podcast but for the most part i don't i don't want to bother them with it you know they're all going through a lot everybody's going through something and they deal with enough of my fucking physical bullshit i don't want to bring the emotional in too i don't want my past to come up and you know basically bite me in the ass it is what it is though and for right now i got to deal with it and talking to you guys helps so i thank you for this very self indulgent podcast and i really love it if you leave some comments and just tell me like i'm not the only one who has this fear i'm not the only one going through something similar or has gone through something similar because right now i i need you to rally with me i i need to know somebody went through it and came out of it out the other side okay because i'm scared and i really don't i don't like being scared so i <laughs> i really do love you guys i love that i can come here and tell you this stuff and you're not going to mock me for being weak I'd plan I did plenty of that myself but you're not going to mock me. I know you won't. And I trust you with that. I trust you not to troll me when I'm this exposed and this afraid. And I love you for it. But I can't, I can't I can't keep talking about it and dwelling on it. I got to I got to fill my brain with something else. So Cool's about to start his show. I hope <laughs> if I can wake him up and I'll I'll immerse myself in that and we'll see. And then I'll do my show with him at 6 a.m. Eastern. So if you're up, go to Cool Frog's channel. Have a little look see. It is 6 a.m. Eastern through 12, you know, noon Eastern, and it's waking up with Cool Frog and T3. We have a good time. We have a lot of guests, uh, people popping in all the time. We just we like to have fun. We talk about stuff, but for the most part, it's mostly us just 
laughing and hashing things out and interacting with chat. So if you have something to say, come on over and say it. Come on. Come over and join us. Get us in real time. Have some fun with us. Anyway, I'm going to go. I'm going to do that. And if he doesn't wake up, I have to step in for him and start it up. So we shall see. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being who you are. Much like I say to chat, you know, my subs, they are wise. They are wonderful. And I trust them to always be real with me because I'm always real with them. I love you guys. I will see you in the funny papers. Bye.